Welcome to the Spirit of Money podcast with your host, Beth Ann McMerrick. Here we weave together the elements of personal finance and business with the spiritual side of your money. Bust through your financial barriers and transform your life, mind, body, spirit, and wallet. Beth Ann guides you in a unique and enlightened approach on how to clear your financial chakra pathways, tune up your money vortex system, and manifest your dreams come true. Here's your host, Beth Ann McMerrick. Well, hello and welcome to the Spirit of Money podcast. I'm so excited that you're here. I'm excited that I'm here. I'm excited that we are here together. <laughs> My little opening song. I love singing. Singing is a good way to uh, just ultimately up level our energy and our just overall well-being. So I like to sing. Welcome, hello, welcome to the full moon money reading for June 5th, 2020. This is our full moon collective consciousness money reading. And I have to admit, so I actually had this podcast, this particular topic, um, picked out for our last full moon. And I wrote up some things for it, started working on it pulled the cards for it, and I saw the first card, and I went, oh, and I couldn't record the podcast. I couldn't do it, because for me, it triggered me right off the bat, and I knew that there was some, I I had to go deeper. I, I Well, let's put it this way. Okay, I said I was going to be honest. <laughs> Honestly, I wanted to avoid it. I didn't want to look at it. I didn't want to talk about it. I didn't want to go there because I wasn't ready. So I postponed it and postponed it and postponed it. And then here we are. We're now back to another full moon. And I'm like, okay, we're going to do it. This is important for us uh, and for me, apparently, to really look at and go to. And so here we are. So I'm so excited about this full moon money reading, which has actually been in the works for the last month. And it is a super full moon. We're actually going to be having an eclipse or there's some extra astrological thing going on right now as well with the full moon. So there's even more energy into it. And of course, everything we've been experiencing over this last week, I can feel even more energy into it. But this particular one is manifesting a full and vibrant relationship with your money, with our money. And one thing that I think uh, that I get asked about all the time was, is what do you mean relationship with your money? Because this is, I think, the thing that people don't, a lot of times we misunderstand is that there's this relationship that we have. We think sometimes, well, it's just the relationship we have with other people. And really, it's about the relationship that we have with ourselves that reflects out into the world that attracts certain people into our life. So that's why we always why we hear like attracts like is because our like our energy of who we are, our relationship with ourselves gets reflected back in the people that are drawn to us. So the relationship that we have with our money ultimately is a real uh it's an emotional resonance that we have that is pinged or set off or triggered based on our beliefs and our feelings around money. And so how we respond to certain money situations and how we respond to certain situations, and there's a pattern. You'll see a pattern how you really relate to your money, you'll relate to other people, you'll see it in other other relationships or other situations. But ultimately, how we respond to money situations is fully dependent on how, what we believe and what we think about money and 
those feelings and those beliefs are what triggered that emotional response to the money. And that emotional response is the relationship that we have with our money. So if we're in a situation, you know, like we're checking our bank account and we're like holding our breath and like, okay, how's it going to look and what's it going to look like? Already there's an emotional response to just the anticipation of when the bank is coming up, when the bank balance is coming up. And we will have a physical reaction to that number that's on the screen. Either it's going to be higher than we expected, lower than we expected, or right on the right on the nose. And I remember, especially being a single mom, I would be like terrified, like what's that going to be? And I could feel this gut-wrenching energy in my stomach around, oh, what's that bank balance going to look like? And now it's like I have another belief system around around money. In fact, my my mantra, my thought is with money is that it multiplies like rabbits and just plays in my bank account. And I have no idea how it all happens, but it just multiplies like rabbits in my bank account. And so now when I go to my bank account, it's generally more than I expected. I'm like, what's it going to be? What's it going to be? And I see the balance. I'm like, oh, yay, okay. It was way more than I wanted. So I have uh, my relationship with money has shifted over the time, over my lifetime, as I have learned about myself, grown more independent, financially independent, building a business, clearing my 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 own money journey and money dramas and healing my my perception of myself has helped me shift my financial relationship to one from being, you know, like this money madness and this fear and this scarcity and constant worry to now it's I'm more relaxed, I just go with the flow, I let it come in and go out, I live the life that I that I want. I'm quite happy. And the thing that I think is interesting is this relationship with that we have with our money ultimately determines how much money we allow to have in our life. And it also determines how much money stays in our life, right? Because we could be really good at receiving money but we or allowing money in our life, but we don't allow ourselves to keep the money. We, we, we let that, that money keeps going out. So instead of, yeah, it comes in, but it goes out way faster than we want. Or we're not even allowing ourselves to receive it. And there's this restriction feeling, you know, this choking restriction feeling like this hardcore, hard, hard, hardcore budget feeling like we've got to cut, 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 cut expenses and we can't live a life. We have to, you know, cut everything. So the important part and the one thing to realize about money and when we allow ourselves to receive money, money allows us the opportunity to really improve and to deepen our life and also the quality of our life. Now, I'm not going to say that it, the what I say as far as quality of life, meaning the experiences that we have, the education we are able to participate in or the spiritual healing that we're able to intake. Because it it's not about if you have a lot of money, you're happy, and you're gonna if you're rich, you're happy. Because I've seen a lot of, and known a lot of rich people that are quite miserable. And we see them all the time, actually, online. <laughs> uh, in our entertainment field, right? They're very rich people, but they're very unhappy at the same time. So it's not about the happiness doesn't come with the large amount of money. The happiness comes with the contentment and of our life, our life experiences, our life happenings, our life growth, our life satisfaction is what makes a person truly happy. And depending on our beliefs around money will only determine what money we have in our life and what opportunities we're able to take advantage of and to, to do. So this full moon money reading, again, is back to how do we manifest a full and vibrant relationship with our money? And how do we allow this money? Because when we have and allow money to come into our life, we're able to create a bigger expansion 
of our light, through our business, through our products, through our services, because we're able to create products, do things, stay in business, just to stay in business, to continue to serve and do the things that we do. So how do we create this full and vibrant relationship with our money? And like I said, I've already drawn the cards. So grab your money journal, grab a pen, grab your stones, grab some water, and we'll get going here on our full moon money reading for June 5th, 2020. Okay, so let's get going. So how this collective consciousness money reading works is that I connect into the consciousness. I did a big meditation. I sat down under the moon and I connected into the consciousness, did a meditation, like I said, and then I drew the goddess cards that we'll be using the divine money goddess cards that I wrote. And how this will work is I'm going to read these cards out loud. And then I'll stop the recording. I will map out a chakra body map where blocks are. I'll be downloading some information for us. And then I'll basically return and share what I downloaded through that through this session. And as always, on the website, on my website, Divine Money Mastery, you can find the pictures of the goddess cards and a picture of the chakra map so you can see what that actually looks up and where that triggers in our body, where these things trigger in the collective body. And what's um, if you have your own set of cards, you can pull the cards out as well and follow along with me. When I read these cards out in your money journal, what, you'll, what I'll invite you to do is to map out, write out for yourself things that trigger you, words or phrases or things that just like go, ooh, or like, bring up something for you. And if you have a memory, if you have a feeling or a twitcher or something like that in your body, make a note of that as well. And those will be some clues for you, for you to go deeper, for where you can go deeper for yourself to really go deeper personally into some of your own beliefs and feelings and things that are getting in your way from receiving a full and vibrant relationship with your money. So the cards that I drew for this particular session is, the first card was the Divine Masculine, Goddess card number 42. The second card was the Accounting Money Goddess, card number 5. And the third card is the Worldly Money Goddess from the Body Perspective, Goddess card 24. And like I said, when I saw the first card, the Divine Masculine, it like, they're just, it wasn't like I also had just like this, oh my gosh, I just can't do it. It just, I just had like a, oh, what is that going to be saying? Because for me, and this is what's been really interesting, I think, especially with everything's going on right now with the Black Lives Matter movement, and which has, I mean, the mo movement that's happening right at the moment, it's been a long time movement, but what I realized was that our belief system that we have that gets ingrained in us from generation after generation after generation, and we don't always shift and move the more positive beliefs forward, and we haven't. I mean, it's obvious we wouldn't have the racial issues that we have if we had positive beliefs being taught and move forward generation to generations. Instead, what we've had is negative belief systems being brought forward from generation to generation. And with the masculine energy, 
for me specifically, the masculine has been a very difficult relationship for me. I mean, I'm still single, so there's obviously been some issues, but it's more, and because I think it's more because of my profession that I've been an accountant and in the corporate world, and I've had a different relationship with men my whole life, but also because of my mother. My mother had very strong um, male-hating energy her whole, my whole upbringing, and I know that she infused quite a bit of that belief and energy into me. What happened is, and what has happened for me, is that I have already instilled some certain beliefs about men and have had that for so long. And then those beliefs that I have had have been confirmed by the men that I've attracted in my life. And that's what I was talking about earlier about how we hold certain beliefs. And I mean, these male men beliefs, these men beliefs about men were things that were very unconscious to me that I've had to learn and shift and move forward on. But yet I still haven't been able to have a good, deep, intimate relationship with a man yet. And and that's where I'm at at the moment, where I'm working towards that. So when I saw the Divine Masculine, I was just like, oh, oh, okay, we're ready. Because of those unconscious beliefs, and like I was talking about before, so I'll go back, <laughs> was that because of the unconscious beliefs, what we do is we attract situations and we attract people into our life to confirm those beliefs and to confirm those feelings. And until we're able to be conscious of these certain beliefs and move them out of our way, can then we start attracting experiences and relationships that or people into our life that then confirm a higher level of relationship. So, for example, the Divine Masculine, one thing that I've noticed is the shift of men that are now coming into my life have been a much more positive type of a man than what I previously experienced as negative men. And that's because I've shifted and become more aware of my own unconscious beliefs around men and fear of men that were instilled through my mother and her through her anger. So what we want to do is become conscious of our unconscious beliefs around money that's causing a relationship in our life that we are not wanting, that it's a negative, like having a negative bank balance or not enough money to feed our kids or not enough money to pay the mortgage or always attracting clients that don't have enough money to pay for our services or attracting uh, subcontractors that take advantage of us or don't do the job very well. So this is why this money, our, our belief systems around money and our feelings around money are so essential in our business so that we can attract clients who can pay us. We can attract positive, healthy vendors and subcontractors to help us build our business and so on and so forth, and have a positive bank balance, right? So let's get going. And, and what I'm going to be doing is I'll be reading these cards out front and back. I'm going to be reminding you to take a breath because we will be moving energy. You'll want to sit down in a nice, comf comfortable spot. Have your money journal handy so you can make some notes for yourself about your feelings and what triggers you, what memories come up, where you're feeling them in your body, and then um, you can, we'll move on. So let's all take a deep breath together. And like I said, get comfortable and relaxed. And I'm going to start reading the first card. The Divine Masculine. Divine Masculine. Divine Father. Earth Father, Father Son. I connect heart to heart with the Divine Masculine. I feel him wrap his strong and loving arms around me. I grant and admire the masculine qualities within me. 
I know that accessing this side of me increases my connection to all. Goddess card 42. And on the back, family creation. The divine masculine expressed in the divine father, the divine male. He is so very proud of you, his heritage, legacy, and his heart. He admires the divine magnificence he sees in you. You, a part of him, that is expressed divinely and will continue into the universe, creating a universal strand of light, lineage, and affluence. He honors the strength he encircles, continually adding his loving power to the whole with firm tenderness. Connecting soul to soul, his true joy is to see the joy of his family and community. He will fight tooth and nail, giving it everything he has, and then he gives a hug and respecting and respect to his momentary competitor. He sees his equal in you. He holds a passionate fire in his soul for life and stands tall and clear, connected to his purpose and ambitions. The masculine bit builds his masterpiece with single-focused attention. He is eager to support you every step of your way. He protects and he respects. Yang side of me. Father Sky, Earth Father, Human Father, Birth Father, King, Heavenly Father, and Father Son. Goddess card 42. Take a breath. That feels so powerful. I I love love this card truly, and I think that that's exactly where we're at is in the space of bringing in the divine masculine, and we get to create a space to allow for the divine masculine in our life. And uh, yeah, I think it's beautiful. Okay, the next card I'm going to read. Goddess card number five, the accounting money goddess. I claim who I am. I claim all that I am. I am proud of and take accountability for my creations. I am personally responsible for my financial knowledge, wealth, health, freedom, and understanding. I am my word. I claim my financial freedom now. Goddess card five. Take a breath. And on the back. I am relationship to self, scarcity side, avoiding. She denies and hides from what is, expecting and allowing others to answer her questions and bail her out. She has no confidence in her financial and money-making abilities. She is uncertain and criticizing. High peaks and deep valleys, money goes way up and way down, mostly down. Energy exchange, peace. Women's attention to detail is uncanny, and their ability to track, evaluate, and manage change is impressive. Count the money in, count the money in, count the money in, count the money out, repeat from top. Count the money in, count the money in, count the money in, count the money out, repeat from top. This is the money-making secret. Healing energy, throat, blue chakra. Money action. Be the accounting money goddess. She claims who she is and is accountable for all her creations. She is responsible for her financial knowledge, wealth, and understanding. Zealously and earnestly, she pursues her financial well-being living in peace and confidence with every money action. Goddess card five. And take a breath. One thing that stood out right away with this is um, she is financially responsible for her own knowledge, wealth, health, freedom, and understanding. And, you know, I mean, I have been a lover of knowledge and education my entire life. I have just 
drank it up. I love learning, love, love, love learning. I've made that, uh, and I think that that's one thing, especially with money, is that having that time and energy and willingness to really learn, to really learn about your money and have that relationship, have that time with your money. Okay, the last card is Goddess Card 24, Worldly Money Goddess Body. I am the sun, the moon, the stars, the earth, the water, and the air. I move and breathe with the flow of life, connected to the wisdom that flows through nature. Goddess Card 24. Physical Relationship, Nature and Wisdom. Scarcity side, worthless. She wastes, pollutes, and sees only the ugliness in the world. Trapped inside, believing she is alone, she egotistically defends the wastefulness of the world and never fills the peace available just outside her front door. Energy exchange, movement, and growth. Spending time in nature and allowing it to nurture you is the gift of the earth. Nature can fill you with peace and knowledge beyond books. It supports you in every aspect of life. The earth is heaven. Healing energy, earth. Money action. Hug a tree, stand in the earth with the sun on your face, swim in the ocean, climb a mountain, snuggle in the grass and watch the clouds, dance under the moonlight and count the stars. Spend time in nature and allow it to nurture you. Listen to the wisdom it has to share. What is it saying to you? Goddess card 24. And take another breath. Okay, I'm going to uh, quickly turn this off. Go back and listen to the recording. Map out the chakra map. And I'll be right back with you. And you can use this minute to write out in your money journal the thoughts and the feelings and memories that came up to you. See you in a minute. Okay, I'm back. So that was really interesting. So I'm going to start with the divine masculine. There were a few things that hit in the consciousness with the divine masculine, and that was divine father and connecting heart to heart with the divine masculine. And also divine masculine hits right across our brow chakra. And in the temples, hard in the temples, is Earth Father. And one thing that we've done as a history in whole, and I know this, especially because, like I said, part of my mother's beliefs of of her anger towards the masculine energy towards men was that men have messed it up. We've blamed men for the problems of our Earth and of our world, and yeah, we're like saying, yeah, they messed it up. There's this, there's even this whole movement right now with the toxic masculinity and, you know, how is a man supposed to be in this world? Like there's such upheaval and turmoil around the state of our world right now and who we're going to blame it on. And, one of the things that I think that really gets to happen, that gets to happen right now is this creating a space for the divine masculine. 
is that, and, and this is why I think even I had that first initial response to seeing the divine masculine, because it's like, okay, yes, really going into that next space with, with a partner like, Ooh, see, I'm already getting, I'm getting hit again, right in the guts. Like, Ooh, yeah. Because having the actual experience of being with the divine man and a divine masculine man versus thinking about it <laughs> is two different things. And that's part of what, what was interesting really with all of this is how they all interchange together in the different thing. But part of it is that growth. And that actually did hit, that hit with the second card with the accounting money goddess was movement and growth. But also it's that also having that growth, like, because if we really truly want to bring in this divine masculine energy, that means we, we as the feminine energy, as women, have to create that space and open that space. And that means trusting. That means trusting. And that means trusting, which is something that we haven't really done very well because as a collective community, we focus on drama, drama, drama. And that's that's what we're doing now is still even just focusing on the drama between between individuals and between ourselves and between life we focus on the drama we 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 pay people to make dramatic movies and television to entertain us with more drama and it's something that is being used the media movies entertainment has been something that's been used to pollute our minds and pollute our belief systems and pollute our feelings with information to get us to act in certain ways and get us to believe in certain ways and then ultimately getting us to use our money in certain ways. So how does this all relate to our money, right? Because that's the whole thing is like, how do we manifest a full and vibrant relationship with with our money? Well, if at, at a deeper level where we're still blaming other people, we're still buying into the drama and the anger and the anguish of life, if we're still holding on to that at a certain level, we're resisting ourselves, or we're resisting our own growth and we're resisting our own ascension and awakening because we're holding on to the darkness of life and not the light of life. We're hanging on to those other, this other darker part of life, which means ultimately, like with the masculine energy, is that we get to ultimately forgive the past mistakes and move forward. We get to, to you know, we can't keep hashing out who did this and that did this and who did this and that did this and I did this and I didn't do that. We get to create a whole new experience and whole new reality by forgiving the past and moving forward. And that's how it is with the mat, the masculine. And even though in, in us physically, like the connecting heart to heart with the divine masculine hit in the knees on both knees, which is about moving forward and not being able to see that the divine masculine, not even being able to recognize it there's still a great fear of what does that exactly look like because we've been conditioned and we've seen, you know, multiple realities of the darker side of man. And now what we get to really do is start focusing and seeing the beautiful side of the masculine energy, the beautiful parts of them, the strength that they hold for us, the care that they have for us, the love that they have for us as a masculine. I, I think one of the things that I tell a lot of my female clients, because, I mean, I'm guilty of this too, but it's like we want to be strong, independent women. However, what we don't realize is that part of the masculine energy to nurture is to is to get us from A to Z, whatever that means. So that's their, their thing. That That's their thing is to get us from A to Z. Safely right? Safely. So what happens is a man will say, so say for an example, you want to get across the stream. You want to get across the stream and there's all these pebbles across the stream of where you can step to get across the stream. And the man will be like, okay, honey, put your 
Go to, to the left and step on that one. Okay, honey, now go to the right one there. Okay, be careful. Oop. Okay, now go to the right one. Okay, now go to the left. Now, careful little hop. Do this, you know. And we, as wanting to be strong, independent women, turn around and go, I know that. I already know that. You don't need to tell me that. I know I can see the rocks fully well. They go from this side to the other side, and I can very well. I don't need your help. Thank you very much. And then off we go, trudging across the pond. <laughs> well, what we've just done in that moment, women, is we've stopped the nurturing of the masculine energy. We've stopped him. We've stopped that natural, nurturing, divine, beautiful energy of nurturing us. We, as women, we like the cuddle Softy cuddle, givey cuddle kind of stuff. That's how we nurture with the touch and the hand. Men, the masculine, part of their nurturing is through making sure we get from one, from A to Z safely. So instead of denying it and pushing it away and not having a space for it, what I suggest you just go, thank you, honey. And Set yourself into your own feminine energy of receiving, of receiving, and then allow yourself to receive the nurturing of them and, and realize it. Like, how cute is that? Like, oh, it's so sweet that he loves me so much and cares about me so much that he's making sure I'm getting on this pebble safely. And then he makes sure I get safe on this pebble so safely and then I get over here on this pebble and it's so safe and it's so cute and I just love it it's like yay thank you honey now not always do we need them to talk to tell us each way to, to do things and that's where it comes to having a conversation and being clear with our guy or with our partner you know what it is that we want with each other and having this communication and this is what's another part of communication is in, in any relationship is having this communications about what we're wanting in our relationship. And like I talked about earlier about money and the relationship, building a relationship with our money also means having our money conversations with each other as couples and as individuals. And this actually comes up in the last, the last card uh, is it the last one? Oh no, it's in the next card actually with the, the accounting money goddesses that our financial knowledge and our own financial well-being and allowing ourselves to have, give ourselves the space that we can learn about money, that we can actually create money, that money doesn't have to be stressful. Money doesn't have to be intimidating, that it could actually be fun and like interesting and that means having the communication with your money which is sitting down and balancing your checkbooks sitting down and opening your bills and paying the bills and getting a schedule for yourself and creating a cash flow plan I don't call it a budget but a cash flow plan because what we focus on we create which is what the worldly money goddess says right off the bat in her channeling is that what we focus on, we create. And that communication and building that relationship with our money is that when we're conscious of the full amount of money, the full picture of our money in our life, the amount of money, and this goes, this, this relates to your personal bank account and also your business bank accounts that because they, they, uh, how you do your money at home is how you do your money at business. So you want to align the two is that, when you're focusing on this and you're you're looking at the full picture of what you get to create, then it signals out to the universe, oh, this is how much they want to bring in. Now we know. We're, now it's not just willy-nilly thinking, oh, I hope I can pay the bills today, but this is how much we get to have for the whole year. This is how much we get to have for the whole for the whole month. This is how much we get to have for the next five years, ten years. Financial, we create this plan and the universe then knows how to direct the money energy to you and that's part of being in connection with ourself being in that vibrant relationship energy relationship with our money is having this 
bigger vision of what our life and what's possible for us to do. In fact, you go look at the picture of the Divine Masculine. I, I had hired a I had hired a local artist here in Utah that drew these goddess cards, and the Divine Masculine is one of our bonus cards, and I'm just sitting here looking at it right now in that it's just so vibrant and beautiful, and it has the pink and the blue, which is the masculine and feminine. Well, both is very important. In fact, in the set, there's a divine feminine as well. And that's where you hear it in the line. He sees his equal in you. There's no better masculine or feminine. It's learning how to work together and learning how to love together and how to be with each other and how to let go um, with let go of the BS of life, right? And start to recognize the divinity and recognize truly who we are as spiritual beings, as spiritual light workers on this planet and really claiming our true power of who we are. That then we don't have to get sucked into this he said, she said, you did, I did, they did, we did conversation and just allow ourselves to release the ourselves from the roots of this damaging perception that we carry that causes all of the hatred and the hurt that we see in the world. And if we can release our, ourselves from this consciousness, release and remove the consciousness of racism, of inequality, of pain, of hurt, if we can re just release this consciousness release our humanity from this consciousness. Take a breath. Then we can create that peaceful life that we're all looking for. We can't solve the problem doing it the way we've done before. What we get to do is do something different and move forward in justice and in fairness and in abundance and in love and peace. And when we can do that, when we can when we can vibrate at a higher level within ourselves and within each other, if we can vibrate at this higher level of commanding of ourselves and everyone else to be in their divine highest light self, there will be no poverty. There will be no hatred. There will be no pain. There will be no need for this worry and stress around our money and living in this consumerism society that's been programmed into our subconscious and to our unconsciousness. Yeah, whew, that was huge. So the, let's see, I talked about the accounting money goddess. The, the the big thing that came up with her was the claiming who we are and our financial knowledge. Do we are we taking responsibility for our own financial knowledge and our own financial well-being and claiming who we really are? And criticizing was another one that also hit on the knees. Criticizing. So criticizing hit in the knees as well as connecting heart to heart with the divine masculine. And ultimately that's what we're doing is we cut ourselves off at the knees when we're constantly criticizing other people or criticizing certain things, just criticizing. Because again, what we're doing is we're stepping into that lower level of energy that keeps us trapped in this damaging mindset that that is destroying our humanity, that's destroying our communities. And in fact, seeing only the ugliness came from the worldly money goddess is one that hit on our crown chakra and really kind of rained down in our head. It's like, are we only seeing the ugliness of the world? Are we focusing? Are we looking at the beauty? Are we only looking at what's being torn down? Or are we focusing on what's being built up. And I don't want to diminish anything because it's so important for us to have conversations about these things. It's so important for us to have conversations about them. And let's add resolutions instead of criticizing things and like shaming things and like this is how bad things were and this is why this happened or this didn't happen. 
Instead, let's talk, start talking about some solutions, like what can we do to shift these things? What can we do to, to move forward powerfully instead of criticizing? And part of moving forward powerfully is just being in our own divine light and seeing the beauty that's in the world, focusing on that, just focusing on that. Each one of us just being in our own beautiful mindset and belief set of creativity and of light and anchoring in the light of our higher being into us, through us, to the world, into the earth, and sharing that out with the world is really like, that's all we got to do. And if we allow ourselves to do that and seeing ourselves in that divine energy, that divine higher self that we are, divine God, God and goddesses selves that we are, we can just, we can shift that consciousness. And what's interesting is even as I'm just saying that, like it's hitting me in the lower back and the other thing that was hitting me in the lower back was egotistic, egotistically, egotistically, which goes along with this claiming who I am. Cause even as I'm saying this, right, because I'm, I'm new to this too. I mean, I, I'm an, I'm a spiritual accountant. I've been doing taxes for the last three weeks, four weeks, and, and still have more taxes to do. And I'm channeling spiritual financial information, (laughs) um, that's been shifting for me. So the whole, like claiming who I am and like, because even part of me is going like, wow, you sound really weird. Like, wow, that just seems crazy. Like, wow, really, can do you believe what you're even saying? <laughs> is it what's going on on the other side of my brain as I was saying those things at the same time? And then it was hitting me in the back with this egotistically. It's like, why can't there just be this great, crazy, beautiful magic in the world? Why can't there be an amazing energy of life and divine source energy that supports us and creates for us. And isn't it okay for me and all of us to stand up to see that divine light within ourselves and to see that divine light in other people? Again, through our society, through the media, through the drama that we create and the criticizing of each other that we have done over centuries, we've shamed people, we've shamed, we've shut, we've ultimately silenced everyone from believing in themselves, from speaking highly of themselves. And those that do speak highly of themselves, we like go, oh, they just are so egotistical, blah, blah, blah. They're so, and yeah, there are people that are going like, yeah, I'm all that and I'm the shit. And there's a difference between, yeah, I'm all that and I'm bad, blah, 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 about how we think that, that there are, are better than other people. But then there's that divine ego, and that's another one of the bonus cards, the card number 44, the divine ego, that says, I'm centered in self, not self-centered ego. And what that means is that I love who I am, and I'm proud of who I am, and I love who you are, and I see the greatness in you, just like I see the greatness in me, which is another Thing they do a gun sh- gun gun shy. I'm not sure if that's right. Uh, anyway, that divine ego sees that divine in who we are, and we see our divine self just like we see each other in their divine self, and allowing ourselves to support ourselves and allowing ourselves to be our biggest fan. Our biggest cheerleader is ourself. Like I even found myself today. I was singing, I was singing earlier was, I love me. Yeah. 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 I love me. Yeah. 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 With a love like that, you know, it can't be bad. (laughs) I make up these songs anyway, but I was like, Okay, actually, what I was doing as I was peppering my steak, too, as I was doing to get my steak ready, because I was like, ooh, look what I just made for me for dinner. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it's finding that love and that care for ourselves enough that we create that vibrant 
life energy within ourselves, for ourselves, for who we are, for what we're creating, for our heart, for our energy, for our uniqueness, for our individuality, for our own mission, for our own message, and allow ourselves to be out in the world being accountable for who we are and being open to creating that space for peace. And if we're constantly criticizing and cutting each other down, we are using up all of our space and using up all of our energy for the darker side of life and not creating a space for peace, for love, for openness, for acceptance of all. I want to really quickly read the download messages that came with them. The Divine Masculine said, Create a space for the Divine Masculine. This is pure and special energy. Wants only for our protection, love, and growth. To see you grow into the awakened light being that you are. Please forgive the past mistakes and move forward with pure love and acceptance. Clear the roots of our ancestry and start over. Focus on the starting over instead of continuing to rehash. Rehashing only makes our divide greater. And that's so true. It's like I said, that criticizing. It's like rehashing, rehashing it. All it does is it keeps making the divide greater. It's like, as I was thinking about this, it was like thinking about like a married couple. If if you're a married couple and you're having a fight with somebody with each other, if you're constantly just rehashing the same old problem over and over and over again, it never the problem never gets solved. And and so focusing on the starting over, okay. Okay, let's breathe, let's move forward. How do we move forward? How do we start over? What is it that each one of us wants from each other to allow us to move forward? And not rehash the same thing. So what is it that we would need? And part of this too, going back to money, I wanted to say is that in re-vibrating re or starting over with your relationship with your money is, is also forgiving yourself for past money mistakes, forgiving yourself for past money things or past money drama and let it go and move forward and start creating some steps to move forward. First step, First step, write you out a list of the bills that you owe for the month. Just know what you need per month to cover everything. And in that list, make sure to add some money for some savings, even if it's just five bucks. And then make sure you add a little money in there for play and put a little money in there for some a little education and create a a full list of what it is so you can start at least creating in your consciousness how much the universe gets to bring into your space on a monthly basis so you can start building up your financial reserves and your financial uh, uh, yeah cash flow that's what you want to do again forgive yourself for those past money mistakes and move forward let it go it can be solved. We can always create more money. That's the one thing about the money energy. We can't create more time. We can't create more air, but we can create more money. We can do that. That's We're an abundant world. Okay, the second one from the Accounting Money Goddess. Stand up for who you are. Be proud of the love and light contribution you have made in this world. Focus on the light contribution you can make rather than getting stuck into the drama of the problems. Don't be afraid of knowledge. You can learn and master whatever you want. Learning about money doesn't have to be intimidating. You can create a dynamic relationship with your money. Keep it simple. Make it, manage it, spend it, track it. Confidence with your money equals confidence within yourself. And that's so true. It's it, it money doesn't have to be complicated. Part of the conditioning that's been done as well to keep us in poverty is to also keep us confused about our money. And if we're confused about our money, especially with our taxes, if we're confused and if we're ignorant about what our tax liabilities are or our tax um, credits could be or 
write-offs or or how to manage the money or all these kinds of things and if we're afraid of it and then we keep spending the money then they can keep us in poverty and when they keep when we're in poverty we're only focusing on the problems we're not even in a in a space where we can solve problems because we're struggling to even survive so seeing the possibility for solutions is a lot harder when we're in this level of muck and guck with our money. So again, to have this a more vibrant relationship with your money is knowing how much money you get to have. Talk with your money, which is sitting down and doing your bills and taking breaths as you're doing it and and start moving yourself into that space of of, of managing the money in a different way. It doesn't have to be complicated. I, in fact, I've created a program called Divine Money University that I've broken things out very simply. And and it doesn't have to be intimidating. It's something that you can learn. It's just, It's just another skill. And there's lots of resources out there to help you do that. It's just a matter of just like, okay, I can do this and I'm going to do this. Do it. And it's so important because with like what the worldly money goddess said in her download is what you focus on you create and that's again with the money if you're focusing only on like oh my gosh I hope I can make it through this month I hope I can make it through this week I hope I can make it through this week and we do that as business owners and as individuals that's why even as a business owner you need to know what you need for the whole month you need to know your whole full monthly cash flow <laughs> and uh, even as an individual, we need to know our whole monthly cash flow needs. And when we know that, when we focus on that and we see that, and we see that, then we can create it. The universe knows how much money energy to direct right down to you. So what you focus on, you create. I'm going to read the rest of the channeling. Do you only see the ugliness in the world or do you see the light and love? Do you see the brightness in the world? Claim who you are. It is not egotistical to love and support yourself. Each of us has the full abilities of the universe to create our own piece of heaven. There is no lack, only the darkness of others' hearts. Fill your heart with light, sunshine, and breathe into your heart. Be proud of who you are and allow for the growth of you and humanity. And I really, really love that. I I took some time before I finished this recording and was sitting out on the back patio and I was just breathing into my heart like, take a, just take a second to breathe into your heart. Put your hand um, on your heart and just take a deep breath in but and breathe into your heart. Like that was really different for me and and I'm going to keep working on that and I'm going to suggest that for you as well. And I love that tip from them, breathing into our heart, to breathe in light and to breathe in love and to breathe in air into our heart so we can expand because that's what I feel. I feel this expansion happening, this expansion of light, this just this expansion of growth and safety, this expansion, this this feeling of safety that all is well, all will be good. And I think it's really important for us to really allow for the growth of ourselves, but also humanity, because one thing that I've also heard over and over again in different places from different people is this disappointment in humanity right now. And like, why are we trying to save humanity? And are we really worth it? And it's just so heartbreaking to see how we're treating each other and what's happening in the world. And I know at a deeper level that all, all of this that's happening is part of our awakening. And it's so saddening to see that this is part of it, that the, the, the anger and the hatred and the violence and the things that we've been seeing over these last few weeks here in June and it, it, well, these first couple days here is that it's been very heartbreaking to see it and that's just been disappointing. Like where are we going as a human race? And I don't, 
I don't have that answer. I don't know what's going to happen or how we're going to get, how it's all going to finally blow down or finalize. What I know is that what I can do and what each of us can do is to continue to hold the light and love in our heart for ourselves and for each other. And anchoring in that light and holding in that light within our meditations. I do the meditations all the time. And it's uh, really more about just pulling in the light into myself and into humanity through me, through the work that I do, through who I interact with every day and how I respond to certain things on social media (laughs) or don't respond. And that's okay. It's okay for us to show up exactly in our own authentic, unique self and not criticize ourselves, not criticize each other, but allow ourselves to support ourselves and support each other and love each other. We did not make this mess. Man did not make this mess. Woman did not make this mess. We, as a collective consciousness, have created this mess. But what we have done is allowed the the damaging belief systems get trickled down from one belief, one generation to the next generation. And we've continued to create systems that divide us from each other and who we are is part of built rebuilding the collective consciousness to one of love and prosperity and equalness and fair and, abundance and light and love and acceptance and prosperity and greatness and beauty and compassion that's what we're building we're will re we are rebuilding a world of light and love and that's what we want and we do that by being in our own light and love and creating in our own unique love self not not distracting ourselves with getting into the fight and getting into the anger and getting into the drama of it because that just pulls our energy down and stops us from creating that what we really, really deeply want, which is this peace on earth and love. So we're in our angelic fight. We're in our angelic fight. Oh, I just had a whole thing that just hit me. I... In the LDS church, which is where I grew up, one of the things they have is a special blessing that you can get. Um, And I forgot what they called it. I want to say it's a Melchizedek blessing, but I don't think that's it. Anyway, it's a special prayer and that we get. And uh, in this, it basically kind of gives you direction of where you're going in the in your world in your future. And one of the things that said in that line, and I always remember it, is said that you're you stand on the side and the front lines, and that's exactly how it feels. Like we are not only are we on a on a emotional war on our planet, a biological war with the the virus, but we're also in a spiritual war within our own hearts and our own belief about who we are and what we're capable of creating and and continuing to keep the light the angel the angelic light into the world and not letting the darkness of the world win over and that's where it feels like I just saw this whole flash of these and this angelic war that we're in at right at this moment and just allowing ourselves to continue to be that angelic presence and calling upon our angelic presence to bring us forward to bring in that light to anchor it into the light and the heart and the love of all of humanity within ourselves and within each other. That we can create some peace and we can create some wholeness in this world and shift the love of humanity to a deeper love and respect for humanity. Okay, well that was beautiful. That was a, a beautiful download that came through. Um, I'm just so thrilled to be here to be part of this. Thank you so much for listening in to the spirit of money podcast. Remember, uh, like I said, this is a collective consciousness. So no matter when you listen to it, you can tap into this energy. You can listen to all the other, the other podcasts that are on the website that have more amazing 
channelings as well that you can listen to that you can still tap into and learn from. There's been there's a lot of great beautiful money divine money information out there on the on these podcasts. Uh, I absolutely love them. Also, you can always get your own set of the Divine Money Goddess cards. They're there on the website as well. And I would love to do a one-on-one session if you want to go deeper with your uh, with finding out for yourself where blocks are, what things you get to step step forward on more, and how to heal these. I would love to do a session with you as well. And the again, remember the the I'll have a picture of the chakra body map on the website. I would love to hear from you. Love to hear your thoughts, and if you have any questions, please make a comment. And yeah, I wish you the many, many money blessings. Thank you again so much for tuning in. And I will talk to you on the next episode of the Spirit of Money podcast. Peace in. Thank you for listening to the Spirit of Money podcast. Are you ready to transform your money life? Imagine making money that nourishes your body and soul. Visit DivineMoneyMastery.com for more information about products and services created to empower your money life and to contact Beth Ann via email, Facebook, and Instagram. Sign up to receive a complimentary ebook written by Beth Ann, Five Steps to Money Peace of Mind Quick Guide. Discover the spiritual side of your money to increase your abundance and divine financial wealth. Join us next time on the Spirit of Money podcast.